This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Two hundred and one episodes of Working Class Bowhunter. Kurt is here, and I'm the only one in the studio right now. Uh, reason being, we recorded this episode at the Archery Trade Show this year in Indianapolis. This is the last one that we recorded at the show, and it kind of fell the way things were being produced and recorded for us. This one fell as 201. So I wanted to put them all out in a row, but this is the way it happened. Uh, this one's with Broad Force Targets. Absolutely awesome targets. We've been shooting them up with our elites. Um, so, yeah, check them guys out after this podcast, or during even, and uh, see what you think. They're really Really appealing targets, and I find real easy to aim at, and I don't know why, but certain colors and stuff like that mess with me a little different. Um, but yeah, I'm the only one in the studio, so I'm going to get this over with and get to the actual content of the show. Got to thank all our sponsors. Um, you know who they are. I don't need to mention them on this one. We'll cut right in. Um, short, sweet, simple episode. And then uh, the next episode of Teaser, for people that have been wanting longer podcasts, or more of them. We did a three-hour one possibly coming up this week. 
Um, and if it doesn't come out this week, I'll feel bad. But look, we have a three-hour episode coming up. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Talked hunting, mix it up with some of our buddies from Heroes Hunting. Um, so that's on the horizon. So look forward to that one as well. And uh, we got a lot of stuff coming, some big announcements, and uh, a lot of shows to get through and get them out to you guys. So we hope you all enjoy. Thanks for all the support. And uh, if you would, go to wherever you listen and give us a five-star rating and a review, um, iTunes, wherever that may be. All right, guys, go shoot your bow. We love you. All right, we're here at the 2018 ATA show in wonderful, lovely Indianapolis, Indiana, the Indiana Convention Center. A lot of Indiana's in there. A lot of Indiana's. <laughs> Indianapolis, Indiana. Indianapolis. Indiana. I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but we've had a, a, a fun time here. We've got Broad Force Targets here. We've got David from Broad Force Targets, Shane and Katie Rains. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Welcome. It's your first time podcasting. We are popping podcast cherries left and right here at this show (laughs) yeah so you guys are with broad force targets we have some of the targets at the studio and been shooting them up and they're awesome so we figured it was about time to get you guys on and uh tell everyone what they're all about and uh what you guys are all about yes it is a polyurethane target Mm -hmm. Uh, they are solid no layers no insert no cores Mm -hmm. Uh, we make a target from 15 by 15 by 15 that only weighs 13 pounds we make a 20 by 20 by 14 which is the mega that only weighs 21 pounds i think we have one of those and then we've got a uh what they call the max which is 24 by 24 by 14 inches mm-hmm. that only weighs 31 pounds real convenient to carry yeah uh, we got one that we call the Sportsman's Archer, which is a 40 by 40 by 6 inches, which is good for the schools. And, I mean, it'll even stop a uh, and Steve. Steve will need that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's all over the place. A lot of the schools and 4-H clubs use that particular target. A lot of these guys that shoot in 3-D like to shoot the 50 yards or yeah. up to even 80 or 100 yards. They mm-hmm. put this behind their 3-Ds. They won't be yeah. out That's what playing. we do. Yeah. Yep. That would, they do miss, it will catch the arrow. They don't lose the arrow. And for our listeners that don't know, we'll link everything in the description, but these targets are awesome looking. They're bright orange. It's easy to see. It's like, this might sound kind of weird, it's easy to aim at, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. It, so I put them out in my yard, and I like it because I can see the bright orange with the black dot. And so you know if your arrow's out of the dot, it's yep. easy to see from a distance. You don't it's necessarily easier, always it's have to It's easier to see that your arrow's actually out. Yeah, you don't have to always tote around binos with you, or if you forget something, you... You know if you're off. Like Steve, he he's he's always off, so he knows that he's got to really uh, tighten up his game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're that big target. No, he, he's joking. I'm a I'm a super professional. I got this. <laughs> he outshot Darren Christenberry. This uh, uh, Darren told me I'm holding pretty well. He's like, I think he could do it, Steve. <laughs> so that's the benefit. I mean, that's I don't know if that was designed that way, if that was something you did, but the orange is awesome. Now, we do have one called the Sportsman, which is the 38 by 38 by 13. It's just thick for the ranges, indoors or outdoors. These targets hold up very well mm-hmm. in the weather as well. You know, we've got some in the field we've been testing over four years now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy, but they're performing better today than they did four years ago. How is that? I mean, um, you know, just being out mm-hmm. in the weather, maybe a little moisture getting into it, uh, right. whatever it might be, you know. Because typically, if you leave like a you know a traditional foam target, like a lot of guys, you see them that stayed out in their yard for oh, yeah. six years, like the old deer target. And it's all hard, solid, hard, and you almost can't pull your arrow out of it, and it just dry rotted and everything. So, 
it's you spend money on those targets, so this won't happen with any of these. No, we we are seeing that these are targets are holding up very well in the weather, and even with broadheads, uh, whether it's expandable or fixed, mm-hmm. they are they're holding up very well. Well, we yeah. talked about this yesterday in your booth that you can set that out and. For a lot of guys, they hit their. T- I put my targets all in a shed. I have a target shed, which is awesome. So I keep them all fancy and nice and clean all the time. <laughs> but for the guy that real quick gets off work and wants to shoot ten arrows quick, you can leave that target out in your backyard and not have to worry about not dragging it out every time. Getting something, you know, it, the weather ruining it, where you can just hop out, shoot fifteen arrows, hop back in, hang your bow back up, and you got your practice in for the day without lugging in and out of target. Right. So. And a lot of people see these targets, they're thinking they're real heavy but they're not even one that's 38 by 38 by 13 inches thick you know you're only looking at you know 76 pounds mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. you know that's your biggest target <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah you can move it around and everything if you need to and what we were talking we want to get one for uh, to do an indoor like working class bow hunter 3d league or you know just a bow league one night a week so Cool. So we can just give each other shit and have fun and, and shoot bows and yeah. make fun of Steve as much as possible is kind of the end goal to all of that. So But no, they are awesome. We've shot them up and I've had other brands of targets, you know, um that I'll say they're square shaped that I just it's they get shot out quick, especially Real if you're fast. shooting broadheads into them and the center punching them and just and it's easy. They just deteriorate almost. Well, especially at right. your place, too, because, like, that's where we do the podcast. And a lot of times in the summer, we'll just bring all the arrows before the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's – they're sturdy. <laughs> and you can feel it, too. Right when right when we got the targets at the studio, we pulled them out. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to shoot this one up. Like, just <laughs> blow it out, you know. So, it's yeah, when nice. I when I picked it up, yeah, I was surprised about how light it was. I look at it, I think, I'm like, oh, man, that thing's going to suck the lug around. I picked it up, I go, Really? <laughs> yeah, you know, I I did not expect it to be that light, and it's a very it's so it's easy to move, and that's one thing, man. Because if you got to go take it away, you know you're shooting, you don't want to tire yourself out before you shoot. <laughs> you're a heavy ass target, you know. Steve it's gets one tired. Of my favorite easy. things about it. Oh, How it is. It is, yeah. Right. Oh, I thought it's you were a lot like, easier. I thought you said your favorite thing is get really tired before oh, you yeah. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how many how many arrows have you put into one of these targets, and like how, over time, how does it hold up once you just beat the hell out of it? You know, we've oh, wow. had them in stores that's been tested mm-hmm. as well. You know, we've had guys saying they're putting four to 5,000 shots into this target within a six-inch circle. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, I know we had them in shows where we'd put them in a trailer where people would be lined up for three days shooting. And oh. we've had, our, you know, uh, of course, bow companies. Mm-hmm. And they would be trying to buy the target on Sunday afternoon for the fact they ain't never shot through the target yet. They said it's just amazing how well it's holding up right mm-hmm. and that's a great test for you like mm-hmm. hey just shoot and at that this was thing. like a super close distance too yeah like yeah. normally it's like six yards maybe when like yeah. a, in the back yeah. of a trailer at like that's a trade show that's what it was yeah. that's insane yeah i mean you know how fast these bows are nowadays it's got to be like a you know the target industry or market it's like these basket these bows get faster and faster and at six yards you're just wailing them in there yeah. so that's impressive that it holds up the entire show so fly an arrow through a trailer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've had, we even had guys come to us uh, at one of the shows particularly saying, you mm-hmm. know they're shooting 600 grain arrows or saying you know it won't it won't stop this arrow and you know a lot of guys had to eat the words come back so well i was wrong <laughs> try us That's awesome yes. there you go. a 600 grain arrow at six yards <laughs> whop yeah that thing's <laughs> mm-hmm. it was fun to pull out too i mean i mean they're not hard to pull arrows out i got the i'm shooting victory 
oh, I can't even remember, rip TKOs and Monterpole and ride out. And mm-hmm. for for how stout they feel, you might think like, oh, it's going to pull kind of hard, but it really doesn't. So we've got guys that shoot, and you know, we 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 test them with four hundred feet per second. What we test oh, okay. them in after every production. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these guys that shooting these things, shooting four twenty nine, even four thirty nine. Yes, they're going to be harder to pull shooting that right. hard, but right. you will not shoot through that target even at that kind of speed. So. Yeah, and that's the. I mean, that's the main goal at the end of the day when you're shooting that fast and that heavy of an arrow. What, you're blowing through targets especially if you've been center punching whatever brand and it whips through and you lose your arrow or yep. it goes through your target and we're, i've had this happen at 3d ranges where i shoot my bow that goes through the target and lodges into a log oh, yeah. and you're forced to break your arrow off so you can get yeah, it out of the log time. so yeah it's like <laughs> God. but yeah, it stinks <laughs> so the material is, is different i know you kind of broke it down but how did why did you decide to go with that material in the first place did you already know all this about it that that'll make it more strong durable and light or I've dealt with polyurethane for 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know whether it's the high density or the lower densities, and I've kind of found a mid-range. I was one of the guys that used to have to stand on the target to pull the arrows for years. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, that's Tip what, it back and yank it out. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. And to have something that's very durable that will, you know, take the broadheads and the fill points is what we were looking for all in one target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you guys just beat in like broadheads, like expandables, fixed blades, all into one spot and see oh, how it, and how over time, because that's a lot of guys do, especially right before hunting season, and that's when your arrows or your targets get shredded the most, because you're pulling, you're pulling foam or whatever on the way out, probably worse than you are at anything else, so it's just, it holds up that good with those broadheads whapping into it? They do, you know, we test those just for that, mm-hmm. and you know, we've got guys that's traveling all over, ever, you know, many states during hunting season that's carrying one target and that's what they on all they will shoot is their broadheads because they're going to get it out of the, right, right. Of the back of their truck and throw it out there and shoot it yeah Whether, that's where it counts that's what you're going to be using so it'd be dumb not to have that in practice with it which surprisingly a lot of people don't shoot their broadheads how they should and probably a lot of it is they don't have a target that can hold up to it you know yeah i think that's more of what it is so and you know, a lot of targets too that you'll be shooting when you start shooting broadheads not only does it tear it up but you're penetrating more and going through the target mm-hmm. oh, but absolutely. you will be well pleased with the targets that we are you know making the performance of it right well i think a lot of guys when they um or anyone that has a broadhead and they put them on for the first time and they you know they're center punching with their field tips and maybe their broadheads hitting eight inches to the right or to the left well if you have a smaller target you're missing and you know with the bigger target you got that so you can really see how your arrows acting and kind of tune out from that or decide if you need to switch broadheads or whatever so you can really get like a real legitimate practice and with broadheads which is what you need to use to kill animals and you know and that's what you need so the advantage of the bigger target is you could really hone in and get your equipment shooting right right a lot of people don't realize you know if you're like me when i'm shooting my bow i want to see how my arrow flight is coming out of the bow going to the target mm-hmm. and with the orange target you have the capability of doing that seeing right. the flight of your arrow and of course you know the bigger one of course more right right yeah so, so yeah and like you said it's not too heavy if you get the bigger target you're not going to log it or like lug it around so you can easy to move and all that i make steve move all my targets anyway oh, so. yeah. <laughs> he's, no, a, yeah. he's a mule I go out and set my bow up, and I'm just like, get those targets for me, Steve. Let's That's do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, yes, it, that is true. So, Steve, you want to say something dumb? I feel like you've been building something up this whole time. So I'm, <laughs> No, man, I'm just, uh, you know, we 
we've got to mess around with the targets uh, quite a bit. And, like, yeah, you know, you feel it, and you're like, that's an interesting feel, though. Like, you know, it, it doesn't feel like any other any other target. And then you start shooting it, and, yeah, you're like, yeah, this thing's tough. <laughs> we got Steve, the the smallest one. He's throwing his, uh, throwing his truck and take it anywhere he needs to. Yeah, I can throw it in my basement and shoot it. You could shoot, shoot down your stairs in that one. Yeah, that's all I got because I got such a small house. I'd say, like, if I go corner to corner, I maybe got like twelve yards. If that, that's how <laughs> small my house is. So. You're shooting through your kitchen into your bedroom. No, I go in the basement. <laughs> so I'll just hit the washing machine. I wash my clothes anyway. <laughs> Don't need it. So stupid. <laughs> You're like, glad we did this podcast. Oh yeah. Man. It's been a long show. It has been. Have you guys? Uh, have you guys been enjoying the show? It's been a good show for us. Good. It has. Is this your guys' first ATA? It is. It's is our it? first, uh, you know, exhibitor here at the ATA. Yes. Awesome. This is yeah, we came last year, but no, we didn't do the booth. We just kind of enjoyed yeah. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's your, uh, did you guys get to walk around a lot? I know you guys are working your booth and everything, but. I mean, saw a little bit, you know. Yeah. Not a whole lot. Not like to see some more before I get out of here. But what stood out so far that you guys have seen that you thought was cool or new? Or um, there's a lot of new sites out there that are awesome. That we talked about that almost the Garmin. Yes. We uh, about that yeah, we haven't got to go look at it yet, but no. I really want to. What's your your thoughts on that style of site? Uh, it's different for me. Like with it being digital, I, I just kind of freaks me out. I guess. Yeah, I but, hear you. You know, I just. It, it looks awesome, though. We've heard a lot of good things about it, so I'd like to check it out before we leave. We talked with a couple other people that we interviewed about that site, which is it's cool. I get it, and there's a good and bad, but I lean towards the cut technology out to a, a limit with bow hunting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at on it. So it is cool, though. We played with it a little bit. Anything else? You've checked out, or, or you probably, you, David, you probably haven't got around at all to see anything, have you? You've been busy I, as hell. That is true. I haven't been in the booth. <laughs> you got to take like a half hour, 45 minutes today before it all ends and get out and walk around. We did shoot yeah. the new Elite yesterday. Yeah, that was Ooh. the bomb. That's good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Did, awesome. you, did you get over there to shoot it at all? I did shoot one of the Elite, yes. It's awesome. Yeah, you guys are right awesome. there by the outdoor group family. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Phil Vanderpool was in your guys' booth, and we were trying to get you. <laughs> yeah, we love uh, PV. We podcasted with him uh, yesterday, and he, uh, yeah, he's such a he's such a class act. I love that guy. We that love Philip. He's awesome. Yeah, you guys he do is. work with Philip, and Eric was on a hunt with Philip in uh, Missouri. Yep, and one of your targets came in about to the camp, or how did that all go down? Yeah, it came to camp. It was the same week we got ours, and I haven't even seen him yet. And he's like, "Oh." Well, I got one coming here right oh, now. Right there. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, this old sad daddy gonna get shot. Uh, yes, <laughs> this sucker's gonna be here in a couple of days. So you guys shared that picture of Eric and Philip leaned up on the target. Yeah, so that was pretty yeah. cool. So I was like, man, yeah, we. I sent you the picture of our targets. Yeah. when you got yours, yep. like, yeah, we got one. And you're like, quit texting me. I'm hunting with Philip. I'm like, all right, <laughs> quit bothering me. <laughs> Wish I could be there. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> but you guys didn't kill anything, so it's all good. No, yeah, we did. Right. Philip did. Philip did. Mm-hmm. So. He's a killer. <laughs> Dude, he is. you're telling That's me. That's true. He's, he's a good guy. I, you guys got to be pumped about working with Philip because he's, yes, he's a legend in the industry. He's been around a while. That's a good thing. That's not, I'm not ripping on Philip for being old. <laughs> I should, though. But he's a good guy. We've got close with Philip the last, I don't know, several months, man. It's mm-hmm. been awesome. And that whole crew is just an awesome crew. Oh, but yeah. They are. A bunch of good guys. Yeah, you guys, well, you guys are working with the Virtue as a whole, aren't you? We mm-hmm. are, and Outdoor Group as well. Yeah. 
So that's uh, that's been a blessing for us. Great group of people. Yeah. Yes, they all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you seen us over there. We, uh, it's like everybody is. You, you, you could just you can't move more than fifteen feet over there without talking to somebody. That's like, like a big family. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> we got to keep Steve on a leash. We we're saying we're going to get him one of those like monkey backpack leashes with the tail. <laughs> yeah. <stretches. laughs> and then maybe just like a dog shot collar on his ankle, so when he starts getting out of hand, we can just. Zap him, Bring him back. Zap the dog whistle. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it's been it's been cool. It's nice to finally meet you guys in person. Yeah. And yeah. You guys actually, we got to talk about this. You guys oh. actually listened to the podcast, and uh, I don't we know did. why. And you guys went out with us last night. Did uh, <laughs> <laughs> have we disappointed you? No, well, you have not right. disappointed us. They hit the unsubscribe button last night. Oh, no, yeah. we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. We love these it. guys. They're and like, oh, this is in the one star rating button. That's yeah, our like, entertainment. Oh, Steve, Steve, let the sauce get to him. It's over. The sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, we can count out working with Broad Force Targets after everything Steve said last night. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, oh boy. Well. Thanks for doing the podcast. We'll check back in and get everyone so we can do a full length one hour and we'll really we'll hit all you guys some rapid fire questions when we do the full episode. So I'd be on your toes and be ready for the tough questions. And uh, I'll be ready. I'm going to write a new batch just for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so you for having us. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming. And uh, I guess we'll put everything, all the information in the description of the episode so everyone can just click through and find it there. And uh, I'm looking forward to podcasting again with you guys. Steve, you got anything to add? No, man. This has been a uh, been a wild ATA show. I'm glad we finally got to meet you guys. Oh, yeah. Me too. And yeah, you know, we got to meet TJ in person, and, and this is just a uh, this is a fun experience, man. I'm happy we're doing this, and that's all I got. <laughs> Iraq, I'm good. I'm just excited to have these targets in in hand and be able to shoot them. Eric's so. a man. A few words. Yep. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you so much. Go shoot your bow. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.